Hey there, hey there, hey there, kisses and hugs. This is teacher Alana from a travel podcast. <laughs> Now I am in the car. My husband is driving. Honey, can you say hello? Hello, guys. My dog is sleeping on the back seat and we are driving from the city which is called Lviv. It's a beautiful one. I love it. One thing about Lviv, I am super impressed and I was super impressed and uh, surprised by this city having a lot of pet uh, friendly places. I can't stop talking about it. Pet friendly cafes, it's it's a new love 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 for me because not in all the cities around my country you can find actually pet pet friendly places i do think it's some sort of marketing strategy as well to you know widen the circle of uh, customers but anyway it's so cool i mean if you know me you know my dog my dog is huge and in many places we could actually take him inside but just because it's summer guys and Yeah, it's not really cool idea to sit inside. We were using summer terraces and enjoyed our time. Sorry for the background sound. Yeah, we are driving. The cars are around. So, dear ladies and gentlemen, today we are diving deep with you into the interview of Kim Kardashian, where she is talking about the finishing of the show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And it's been 20 seasons so far. Just imagine. It's 20 seasons. Like one season, it's one year probably. Or even some, sometimes longer. I have no idea. But just imagine. Even if it's like one season per year, it's like 20 years of the show. And a lot of people grew up watching them. And it's insane. Insane to realize. So let's learn some English. Let's get to the interview. Uh, so let's talk about um, the 20th and final season of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's really crazy to look back and just to think 20 seasons. That's a long time. Just because we didn't really expect it to go on this long. We just were having fun and we genuinely love filming together as a family. But I think we're all so happy we made it to 20 seasons. Like yeah. genuinely so excited. <laughs> was there broad agreement that it was time? Did everybody, were there any stragglers that didn't want it to end? I think we all went back and forth. We made the decision kind of last minute and kind of quickly. Please notice how she said back and forth. Throughout the interview, she will be saying back and forth multiple times. To go back and forth, it's like, for example, to start doing something, then stop it, and then return to it again, and then stop it, and then again and again. So it's basically saying that they were doing it again and again. Recently, I've been going back and forth with reading that book. I can't finish it, so that's why, yeah, I'm just going back and forth with it. She said, last minute. Uh, it's actually one of my most favorite phrases, last minute. For example, it was a last minute uh, notice. It was a last minute call. It was a last minute decision, which means like pretty late decision before I actually, for example, started the travel, like almost one second to the start of something. 
So the, the finale uh, takes place in Lake Tahoe, and it's like the final family vacation for the show, right? Yeah. And so we, we spoke on the phone, I think, just after you guys filmed it in December, and yeah. I remember you saying to me that you were kind of maybe surprised that you weren't more emotional, but that maybe you were, thought you might get emotional when the final interviews happened back in L.A. Um, and I just wondered, like, did that moment ever come, that sort of big... Yeah, I think my most emotional time was when we told our crew that we weren't going to go forward after season 20. That was, to me, the most emotional week. (laughs) I was so drained for literally an entire week after that. She says, I was drained. To be drained, it means to be completely tired and, uh, you know, when you don't have any emotions left, you don't have any powers left to operate fully. For example, the last time I was drained before the deadline of my project, all the powers and emotions were taken by the project. Originally, it actually means when, imagine a water tank full of water and If you want to empty it, you just drain the water. So metaphorically speaking, when your emotions just fade away, powers fade away as well. I think I was also super emotional when my um, audio girl gave me my mic. She gave me my, my mic that I've had and they tracked down with the serial numbers that it was my mic through the first 10 seasons. And then we switched to a different mic that they look identical. Did you hear how she pronounced identical? Identical. It's actually a very American way of pronouncing things. I would say rarely does an American say identical. It's a rare case. They usually say identical. Internet, identical. Identical internet. You can use it as a practice of your American pronunciation. So I started watching this show from the very first episode because remember I told you that I did not um, uh, watch the show before I interviewed you in 2019 for the first time. Well, I finally went back and watched starting from episode one and it's, um, it's quite a chore. He used, it's such a chore. You probably know the phrase house chores. When you do house chores, it means you do the cleaning, the washing, like just jobs around the house. We also can say like, oh, it was a huge piece of work to do. We can also say it is a chore. I'm just watching you um, become the person that I met a couple of years ago. Like, because it was jarring in the beginning to watch you uh, before you you seem so young to me. Yeah. You know? I was. I was. (laughs) And all of those experiences. I mean, I look back and I think, oh my God, there's so many embarrassing things that are on TV for the world to see. Okay, and now let's discuss the difference between two words, experience and experiences. You probably know that we can use experiences in plural form as well, but it means a little bit different thing. So in case we say experience, yeah, we all know it's a commonly used word. It's a set of lessons we have throughout our life that make us who we are. But experiences, these are situations that happen in our lives. For example, there were so many experiences in my life when my friends were late to meet me. Yeah. And I wondered how that strikes you and how you see your role in the rise of social media. I wouldn't have looked at it that way. 
But it's interesting to think about it like that. I would definitely say, and I've heard this before, is that I, I've definitely realized how to use social media as a tool to enhance my business and how to use it as a focus group. And I always would take everything that I was working on and put a little piece of it out there on social media to get a reaction, to get that focus group of questions that I needed answer, colors I couldn't pick, scents I couldn't pick. I would always show people a little bit of my design and have them be a part of that world with me and feel it happened organically, but I realized later it made the fan or the customer feel like they're invested in that product. This is the word that I really often use, which is organically. It happened organically. Organically means naturally. For example, a lot of people like TikTok because the audience can be grown organically. And so we started a line of shapewear and that's it. I wanted the company to be really um, very specific and have really innovative shapewear. I was very specific about my fabric. I must have tried it on for, you know, a whole year making sure that we had the perfect fabric. And then by the time I designed loungewear and I really wanted cute stuff that you can wear around the house. Cause when I come home, I like to be really comfortable. Then the pandemic hit at like our first or second drop of loungewear. And we had loungewear designed for the whole next year to drop. And it just happened to be the perfect time and the perfect storm of everyone just staying home and wanting to just be a lot more comfortable. So it's just, honestly, it's my heart and soul. I love it. The expression heart and soul means the most important one. For example, he is a heart and soul of the party. He is the most important, the one who is in the spotlight, in the limelight, as my friend Sydney likes to say, or the one who grabs all the attention of everybody. So let's say the party's mood depends on this person. One thing I wanted to tell you when I was watching this interview, I just couldn't, I couldn't stop looking at her face. Please notice how emotionless her face is. I mean, of course, Botox is a great thing. But I mean, when you're laughing and only the tip of your nose moves, it's so ridiculous. So, I mean, she reacts to all the things identically and yeah but that's just my super 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 subjective opinion about her i have nothing against kim kardashian she's a great business lady she's a great mom uh, and yeah i i have nothing but respect to her but the the amount of botox on her face is, yeah i can't tell you like if i will not have so much botox when i'm in my like late 40s or how old is she uh, but yeah now it looks like very noticeably to me honestly so yeah that's that's just my opinion okay ladies and gentlemen that's the end of the podcast thank you for tuning in i hope you liked it and you learned with me a little bit please keep in touch and yep yeah, stay tuned love ya Mwah.